Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome once again in Jesus' name to God's classroom. Amen. I'm so glad that you are here today. We are just going to go to the Word of God briefly in a, in a little while. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome once again in Jesus' name to our evening program, Tuesday night, God's Classroom. Just want to thank God that you were able to join us today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today we are going to call on our minister to sing for us, Minister Jennifer Riffle. Amen. She directs our choir here in New York. And we are thanking God this whole week that we have the choir available to minister to us. She's going to sing a song for us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Minister? We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength we bow down and worship him now. How great, how awesome is he. We stand, we stand and lift up our hands. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship him now. How great, how awesome is he. Lift up our hands 
Amen. Thanks. Thank you very much, Minister. The Lord bless you indeed. The earth is filled with the glory of God. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. We are so glad that He has mercy upon us. Amen. In Jesus' name, because He's a holy God that He has to deal with us, to do with us is a blessing to show of his kindness and his mercies towards us. Amen. Praise God. Let us pray tonight. Father, Lord God Almighty, we bless your name. We praise you because you are God. We ask, oh God, that you minister to us tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I just want to thank God tonight that we are back. Amen. On this Tuesday night, we started a series yesterday titled Baptism, Water Baptism. So we'll be talking about water baptism. We defined it yesterday. Amen. I urge you, if you did not see yesterday's program, to just open to your Facebook page and listen to it. Amen. And um, we are thanking God because as we go into this program, we begin to see more, uh, the more reasons why God wants us to be baptized. Tonight we are talking about how God commands, urging everybody to be baptized. That baptism is something that every believer should do. I realize that many believers don't even know that they should be baptized because nobody taught them. But I want us to go into the scriptures. What does God say? It's important, brothers and sisters, that we always see what God has said in the Word of God concerning any issue that we are discussing concerning any doctrine that we are trying to put across. So let's go right into it. Acts of the Apostles, chapter number 2 and verse number 38. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Whenever you open Acts chapter 2, what comes to mind is the day of Pentecost. This was the day that Peter, the apostle, ministered to everyone who was in Jerusalem and 3,000 people got saved. They gave their lives to Christ in one night. So towards the end of that chapter, Peter began to speak to them. In verse number 38, the Bible says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So Peter is urging them to repent and be baptized. Everyone 
like we saw yesterday, if Christ was baptized, then nobody should take baptism lightly. Because in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 15, we, we, we read how Jesus urged uh, John the Baptist to baptize him. He said, allow it to be so now, so that every righteousness can be fulfilled. Amen. So baptism is a part of righteousness that a child of God should fulfill. Peter said, repent every one of you and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In Acts chapter 8, uh, chapter 9, we see how Paul who used to be known as Saul, got converted. He saw a vision on his way to do something that was not right. And God began to minister to him. For a few days, he was blind because of the glory of God that he saw. But then God sent a man called Ananias to Saul to open his eyes, to pray for him. Paul told this story over and over again. But in Acts chapter number 22, I believe many, many years after this experience, Paul brought up this account again as to how he got saved. Amen. But towards the end of the account, he talked about how Ananias, who was brought uh, by the Lord to, he, to, to open his eyes, how Ananias told him. In Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, the Bible says, Ananias told Paul, And now why tarriest thou? And I was telling Paul how God will use him, how God will use him to reach so many people, and how God has appeared to him. But then he said, Why tarriest thou? In other words, what are you waiting for? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Amen. Arise and be baptized. In other words, baptism was so important that Paul's conversion would not be complete without it. Arise, be baptized. Amen. I urge you today, if you are not baptized, to look for a church that believes in baptism to be baptized or speak to your pastor. Show him the scriptures and say, Pastor, I heard that I have to be baptized and these scriptures say that I ought to be baptized. I hear what it says. Amen. In the book of Mark chapter 16 and verse 16, Jesus told the disciples, he said, Go preach the gospel. He said, He that believes and 
is baptized shall be saved. Did you hear that? Believe and be baptized and you shall be saved. So it's not just a matter of believing because like we saw yesterday, baptism is an outward expression of an inward faith. It's one way of you declaring publicly to the world that you are saved. Amen. That God approves of you. That something is happening on the inside of you. So, Mark chapter 16 verse 16 says, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. But he that does not believe shall be damned. I just pray that, amen, you are not among those who are damned, but that you believe and that you take the next step to be baptized. Amen. You know, the Apostle Peter, James, John, when they ministered, most of their ministration was to Jews. They preached in Jewish cities. They preached to Jews until one day God appeared to a Gentile. Uh, should I say somebody who was not a Jew? Somebody who believed in God. He served God, but he was not a Jew. His name was Cornelius. So in Acts chapter 10, the story of Cornelius began, the Bible says he was a devout man. He worshipped God. One day, God told him, God gave him a vision. And this vision, um, interpreting the vision where he woke up, he knew that God was telling him, amen, to send for the apostle Peter, who up to this time ministered only to Jewish believers. So, Peter was summoned by this man. Of course, God revealed himself to Peter also in a vision. Amen. So, God revealed himself to Colonel, revealed himself to Peter, and they met in the home of Colonius. While they were there, Peter opened his mouth and began to speak, and the Holy Ghost fell on all who believed. These were Gentiles. Hallelujah. So in Acts chapter 10, like I said, you can read this whole story there. Amen. Peter, when he saw that the uh, power of God has come upon them, like he came upon the Jews, that God did not discriminate against any against them. I want you to know today that God is a God who does not discriminate. The Bible said God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Everyone who believes that whosoever believes on him shall be saved. Amen. Shall not perish. All the blessings and all of the benefits and privileges of 
being a believer comes to everyone who believes. Doesn't matter your race, doesn't matter your tribe, doesn't matter your education, doesn't matter your any problem that you may have doesn't even come in the way, whether you are sick or whether you are well. Amen. If you believe, you shall be saved because God so loved the entire world. Up until this moment, Peter did not really understand that until God showed him that the Gentiles could also give their life to Christ. So, what Peter said at the end, in verse number 47 of Acts chapter 10, he says, Can anyone forbid that these ones which believe should be baptized? He can't forbid. Look at what the Lord has done. He has poured his Holy Ghost upon them. Amen. And he commanded them, verse 48, he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Amen. So they got baptized. So what follows conversion is baptism. In Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19, this is what we call uh, the Great Commission. Every time you hear about the Great Commission, He's talking about Matthew chapter 28. This is Jesus speaking to them after his resurrection. Amen. He said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Preacher, Men of God, woman of God, minister of God. I want you to know today that this is part of the Great Commission that we go into all the world and preach the gospel and not end at preaching the gospel. The Bible says, baptizing them. In other words, those who believe, those who receive the gospel. So if you are preaching somewhere, you should make arrangements for people to be baptized. Even if you don't have the time to do the baptism. Amen. So I want you to know today that this is God's will. And today we have talked about how God commands or urges everyone to be baptized. Everyone who believes to be baptized. Amen. God bless you tonight. I would like to pray with you tonight. Amen. If you want to give your life to Christ, this is the time to do so. Let us pray. I pray in the name of Jesus that the power of God will come upon you, that God will receive you to himself in Jesus' name. Say this with me if you want to give your life to Christ and say, Dear Lord, in the name of Jesus, I come to you tonight. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Receive me tonight as your child. In Jesus' holy name, amen. God bless you. Thanks for 
watching tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Amen.